Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. I just got Spyro Reignited Trilogy because nice. it was super cheap somewhere and I went, eh, it's Spyro, why not? It's mm-hmm. cheap, I'll try it. That's that's the right attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh yeah, I just finished Spyro and started playing too and Doug said, we're going to talk about Spyro. We are absolutely going to talk about Spyro. So now we're talking about Spyro. (laughs) (laughs) So Spyro is weird to me. Spyro is one of those games that like I always knew of, but never played. I think I like rented it for my PlayStation way back in the day, but I definitely never finished a Spyro game until like three years ago when I bought the original on Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Spyro to me was um, my, my brief history of Spyro. So I played them. I played them all as a kid, but Spyro one was my favorite. And Spyro to me, I always felt like when kids on the playground were like, Crash is better than Mario was like wrong. I was like, Mario 64 is clearly the better game. But Spyro, Spyro, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought Spyro maybe should have brought, brought more in the conversation. Um, but I remember people like perceive Spyro as being like more of a kid's game than Crash, but they're just very equally kid's games. Like there's not, one's not more adult than another one. Spyro um, but, now feels very cartoony. It does. Yeah, it does. Like, I think Very cartoon. But yeah. The f- and again, I've played the first one, like the classic version once, yeah. the reignited version, and I made it about 45 minutes into two until I said, no, nah, I'm good. Um, yeah. The first one feels very cartoony, but not in that like, really, like this is what we're doing yes. way. It's like, yeah. this is cartoony, but it's just kind of its aesthetic. And I think it- what gets that over that is the fact that it's just fun. It's fun. I also think, I also think um, actually it's like a super neat aesthetic. I think it's like... Um, it's got this weird like mysticism stuff that's kind of fun. Like it's like mm-hmm. kind of like a fantasy world, like ruled by magic sort of thing. I, it feels like weirdly unique. I don't know what it is, but there's something. Um, I think it's just because when I think of like, oh, this is the magic world in this fantasy thing. So there's some wizards, but like the entire spiral world is like all just weird different types of magic. So there's yeah. like witch doctors, there's traditional wizards, there's, I don't know. It's, it's all like magic and crystals and that kind of thing, which I always thought was like more fun. And I think like kind of weirdly unique. And one of the reasons I was like, when you're like, I don't want to play Spyro 2. I was like, yeah, because I think Spyro 1 had a more unique aesthetic than any of the other Spyro games. I just kind of mm-hmm. want to talk about it like as a singular thing. Um, but I really do. I do like how cartoon it is. And I think that the remake like fucking nailed it. Like, oh, it I wish Spyro, so I wish they'd good. done this with Crash. Crash, I think, is a little bit more true. But Spyro's mm-hmm. like, let's just make these designs amazing. <laughs> well, I think I think that comes out more in the type of game where Spyro is much more free roaming. There's a lot more going sure. on. Whereas Crash, you're very clearly just seeing parts of each world. You're not building. You're not seeing the entire world. You're not being able to go look. Like, what's behind that That's rock? Fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas Spyro, it's like, oh, let's go look behind the waterfall. Let's go look over up on top of that thing, and you can kind of go everywhere. But I think that lends itself more to a like, we need to just completely redo this. Cause I think if you left, mm-hmm. if you took a lot of what was there from the PlayStation one, um, I think you'd run into a lot more of the like, oh, we just up the PlayStation one, which is what crash feels yeah. like a little bit more. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I think that's going to get into one of those where you're looking at it going like, okay, but yeah. <laughs> what they chose to do and the look they went for and just the character models and each individual dragon that you release. Yes. They all look so good. And <laughs> it's very clear, like, okay, we took our time on each little detail of this world, of each character, of each part, of each area, of each thing you interact with. Yeah. Everything just looks flawless. Yeah. I thought that the dragons, I think, is like super interesting because in the original game, all the dragons had the exact same character model. They were just different colors. Yeah. But in this one, like, 
every single dragon is like completely unique um they all have like weird little storytelling like pieces on them mm-hmm. and you only get like a sentence of dialogue before they disappear but like you get this really amazing animation this very cool character design and then they disappear forever and i'm like why are is spyro for <laughs> like bring all <laughs> these characters back i want to talk to them a little bit longer than the one sentence of dialogue they had <laughs> yeah and it's and it's it's unique in the fact that there's I mean, you were able to name all these enemies, you get this feeling of the world, you have all these Mm -hmm. feelings, and really it's like maybe a two-minute dialogue scene up front and like these like three-sentence conversations with this dragon, and you're able to piece together this whole world and you're able to get this big picture idea of it. And because the dragons are essentially one of the collectibles, I like the fact that you're able to still piece this together without getting all the dragons. Like, it's very clear, like, we're going to put dragons in very specific spots that we know you're going to get. And those are the ones that are really going to hit you with, like, here's what's going on, which I think is a really interesting way to do collectibles and to do kind of the storytelling piece that you really need to have in a game like this without just going like okay kids time for a cutscene. it's like nope you're just talking to your dragon oh you rescued another dragon oh that one actually said something more interesting than thanks for saving me spyro Spyro? (laughs) yeah no it's 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 really cool i think so i think spyro is like um i think the thing that's kind of fun about this remake i think more than some other ones is i feel like maybe not crash but i think there's other remakes where you feel when you're playing it you're like this is done better more recently kind of thing. But I think just the way that Spyro does its level design, which is kind of, it's not open, but it's kind of open, but it's like, it's, I would say it's, I would say it's like, it's a unique way of doing 3d platforming levels that you don't really see elsewhere because like you can fly. So you can go and like, I would say, well, now I would say they're comparable to Mario Odyssey. Is that crazy to say? Yes. I think they're comparable to Mario 64 with more vertical, exploring because i think it's very size wise i think they're fairly comparable to mario 64 having just played Mm -hmm. that with the 3d all-stars collection um they're they're comparable size wise but i think what this does better is the wrong word um differently yeah is this one i feel like you get more of a overview of the whole world whereas mario i feel like you're running just kind of through the same couple pieces sure this is very much like oh i can actually get up onto that rooftop oh i can go i can climb that mountain jump Mm -hmm. off and get to this other area a little bit easier whereas mario just because um the character the nature of the character yeah you're not able to do that and this i think every level has that piece and they build on it kind of cool so some of the levels where you've got um there's a couple of the town levels where you can get to different heights of the building, but you've mm-hmm. got to go through the level and then kind of come back through to get to yeah. the tops of some of them. Um, and then just you get like some one of... big final glide sort of thing back. Exactly. Down exactly. To, yeah. And it, and it's one of those cool things where I don't think you see that in Mario and these other ones, because like you said, you, you can, you can't really fly, but you can glide across this level, which is such a different mechanic than you have with crash with Mario, with ratchet, with mm-hmm. Jack, with Sly Cooper, with any of these people. Yeah, no, it's it, yeah, it's interesting, and I feel like I feel like just because it has that sort of uniqueness to it, that like when you it doesn't feel as old, just because it yeah. hasn't been so easily improved on. I mean, there's definitely some stuff that's like kind of questionable, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I I think the thing that's like kind of fun about it, it's like when I was replaying it, it I mean, it felt it felt it felt old because I had replayed them the Vita versions and I had 100 percent of those like recently. Um, but it just felt like there's so much more juice to squeeze out of Spyro. Like when I was done with Spyro one. And I played Spyro 2 and 3. I was like, oh, there is so much more you could do with this level design now. Like this sort of like yeah. theory and level design of like these kind of semi-open sort of spaces and where you can fly around and that kind of thing. And and like, 
I'll be so mad if they don't do a Spiral 4. Like, I was almost, I was disappointed that Crash 4 was the one. I understand why it was, because Crash yeah. 4 is probably more popular, because um, it's the same team that did this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just with the setup of like those different dragons and stuff, it just it just made it seem like they made the world seem way bigger than it ever was in the original games. Yeah. And this remake, and I was just like, ah, damn, that'd be cool. Like cool. I want to see that bigger world that they're hinting at kind of because their artists might have just been bored and they just needed to like how the hell do i interpret this dragon thing and like hey well here's some money that we can you know we can actually do whatever we can do literally whatever we want with this thing but Mm -hmm. it's like i think they inadvertently built a cool world that's like not super reflected and just that's it's it feels like they had inadvertently built an additional world on top of the spyro universe that is limited by just being remakes of ps1 games yeah and i think and I think the thing, like you're saying, is I think this style lends itself more to modern yeah. gaming. Yeah, sure. When you look at something like Crash, I think it's hard to look at Crash and go, how would 20 years change this sure. formula? Because Crash it, Crash is great, but Crash is a very unique formula. Crash is you're yeah. running at the camera, you're running in these directions. It's not this exploration thing, which Spyro really feels, again, kind of almost like a precursor to where games went. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whereas Crash, I, Crash, I feel like was a game where at the time this was the coolest thing that was. This was just a really cool game at the time, and it mm-hmm. fit the time and it fit what we could do with games. Whereas Spyro feels like that thing where it's like, okay, almost like Mario sixty four. We're going to kind of take this to the next level. We're going to give you open yes. environments. We're going to let you yeah. explore. We're going to let you do these things, which is where games went. So I think now when you look at it, Crash four, you're like, oh, this is cool. It's a new version of Crash. Yeah, I do think you could do something like a Mario Odyssey. Where it's like, right. okay, Spyro, but like Spyro, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I want is, like the, this yeah. was our vision for where this was going to go, and this was, um, you know, Mario Odyssey. I think we talked about it years ago. Yeah. Gave me that sense of playing Mario sixty four for the first time. Sure, it yeah, did. Exactly. It went. This is something cool and new that you took what was cool and you added to it. And I feel like if you were going to do a Spyro four, especially after replaying it now, you're like, man. Like you said, there is so much you can do with this because the way this game plays and because of the way this world is built, because of the mechanics, there's so much more that some people are already doing with this yeah. that you can kind of add on to and build on to and fit into Spyro that would just make this game incredible. Incredible. Yeah. And then still and still have those like kind of classic mechanics that we haven't exactly. seen in a long time. Like just the idea of like walking around a dragon village with all those dragons around would be very cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, an actually populated yeah. hub world. Yeah. And I, the thing is like, I don't want to, I, I know you haven't played two and three, but I think it's kind of interesting. Cause I, I, uh, the reason I was like, Oh, let's just stop. Let's just talk about spiral one is because I think two and three, it's interesting. They kind of like shifted their world to like a story fairy tale world. Yeah. Um, which I think gives them kind of like, it's funny. Like they, I think that was their way to twist it, like make it different. Cause our, our spiral one world is limited just by magic um so we need to like expand it like okay let's make it a storybook and that sort of thing but it feels like i've played so many storybook games mm-hmm. but this and so like when i played spyro 2 and 3 on the remake it's like these don't feel as unique as that original spyro 1 world like nothing is there's a there's a world in spyro 1 which is like i don't even know what to describe it it's just weird it's like these weird growing and shrinking pixie oh, men yeah where the where the wizard shoots them and they get bigger and smaller yeah and then you fight like a weird jack-in-the-box pixie yeah. man thing it's so it's so freaking weird it yeah. is just strange and then like it doesn't and i think spire one still has a lot of that strangeness that is, gets kind of lost in, in the later games um and, i yeah and that's how i felt when i played too i think i played maybe 45 minutes or an hour of it and it was just yeah. like i get it yeah. it's it's fine it's like but 
I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not rescuing these cool dragon characters. I'm just getting yeah. like a pickaxe at the end. That's utterly <laughs> meaningless to me. I think yeah. Spyro two again from an hour of it, and I don't even think I ever played it prior to this. Yeah. Um. It ju- it just lost kind of that that magic, that uniqueness, like you're talking about, and I think it just yeah. kind of lost it. It lost its feel, and it went. It almost feels like that. Like, all right, we might have a hit on our hands. Yeah. What are what are the other games doing? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it it definitely feels like that. It definitely feels like yeah, like broader, not even broader audience, but just felt like they're just kind of like, um, I don't know, just like how do we get co- cool new characters in this thing? It's like okay, let's let's bring in friends. It's like he needs friends, sort of. Yeah, thing. which has like, worked notoriously well for every other yeah. platforming <laughs> character when you bring yeah. in Sonic's friends and when you. <laughs> I, I will say um, two two is okay. Three I think is is also good. Um, but I, again, I know you haven't played, so I don't want to talk too much about it. The one interesting thing about three though is that if you're a Ratchet and Clank fan, there's cool proto Ratchet and Clank stuff in that one. Oh, um, like including a character that plays like Ratchet and Clank, and there's like weird um, like Android worlds that like clearly look like Clank, um, mm. like robots that look like Clank and stuff. So I think it's fun in that regard. That's kind of fun. Yeah, regardless, I was like, oh man, I I I did I just um. I don't know. It just made me like really excited for Spyro again. I was like, ah, crap. There's still a lot of stuff here. I think also um, one last thing: the design for Spyro is so good in this game. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's yep. so slick. It's just such a nice design. Yeah. And I think, like <laughs> and again, I think the thing with all these platformers coming back, with Crash coming back, with yeah. Spyro coming back, with Mario kind of getting reinvigorated on the Switch, like I think Spyro doesn't have. I mean, he was in Skylanders. He was in all this other stuff. It's not like he skyrolled, like, or spiral, like, disappeared for 20 years. Sure. But everything else almost feels like it's like Crash has been around. There have been bad Crash games for, like, 20 years. We're going to pretend like they don't exist. And we all just kind of, when the Insane Trilogy came out, we're just like, "Mm, these are the only three. And we're not going to talk about what happened the other 15 years. Sure. (laughs) Um, I feel like Spyro doesn't quite have that same, uh, like, um, just worn outness you know what i mean yeah, that same, I, that's the same feeling yeah. of like monotony like oh god another spyro it's like no if there was a new spyro like there's a new spyro yeah and yeah. i think that's what happened with mario with odyssey because we've been sure. waiting really since galaxy which yeah. again less of a time period but it wasn't like there hasn't been a cool new mario in years and i just think yeah. spyro has the potential to do that it doesn't have the built-in fan base of a mario and even a yeah, crash exactly. but I think it's one of those games that could come out and people go, man, this could stack up with Odyssey. This could stack up with those games if it's done right. And I think it's more of that take people by surprise that this is happening more so than Odyssey. Like, of course, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I, th- I think one of the things you're talking about the worn outness. I think Skylanders was such just a such a different thing. Even yeah. the PS2 games like that kind of came out were also such a different thing that just like that you just kind of like they were. You could even say they're like they are. They were Spyro the IP, but not really mm-hmm. that type of game sort of thing. Yeah, and I don't even yeah. I don't even think there was one for 360 PS3. Ooh. Well, that was kind of early, but that's all. Well, because I mean, because that's when Skylanders took over, and Skylanders yeah. is. Like Skylanders featuring Spyro, not yeah. Spyro. <laughs> There's a weird PS2 trilogy I want to play that I've heard plays like Devil May Cry that I'm like very curious about that I never touched. Spyro? Yeah, yeah. That plays like Devil May Cry. Yeah, so like they had, they had done a Spyro four that was not very good, and yeah. it was kind of like the old Spyro games. Um, but then they did this weird trilogy that had Elijah Wood as Spyro and David Spade as Sparks. 
<laughs> are you googling while we're doing I'm, this yes i'm literally right now like clicking through this right now the legend of yeah. spyro reboot trilogy this might but be it was like it was more podcast, like but i'm reading right now <laughs> it was more like hardcore not hardcore but it's like i think spyro swore or something like that it was like t-rated <laughs> it was t-rated it was like that one like oh, jack man. 2 was cool oh okay yeah yeah so they had done that with spyro which i've I, and the thing that sucks is like i've heard they were like pretty good but I don't know what pretty good in 2006 looks like. <laughs> well, the games received mixed reviews. The game's nice. controls and story received much praise, while the gameplay yeah. was often criticized as being repetitive, which sounds like Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> I love Devil May Cry. Anyway. No, I know. But I was just like, I'm so curious about those games. And I was like, what are those? I just like, like what? how the hell am I going to even find those? I never see them at like game shops and stuff. Uh, like who's gonna, who's gonna like what are the what how much does David Spade's voice cost that you could actually release those things? Is that, is that as interesting David, though? David Spade's voice, I'm sure David Spade. <laughs> David Spade David Spade was only in the first one. Billy West oh. was in the second, and oh, okay, Wayne sure. Brady was the Sparks in the third one. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit! Dude. Ignitus was played by Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> Malifor the Dark Master, Mark Hamill. I, I need to play, play this freaking game. This is my new goal is to find these games. Mae oh, Whitman was, the... was Cinder on one of them. Christina yeah. Ricci. Yeah. I wonder if this is why, like, I think this is why they went to Skylanders because, like, those cost probably a lot and made did nothing. Now I'm curious. I don't, are there three? There's three of them, yeah. Hmm. All right. I don't know if this is interesting or not, so we should probably. Ooh, <laughs> 69 on Metacritic. Uh, 54 on Metacritic. Oh boy. <laughs> 59 on Metacritic. Oh 69, boy. 54, 59. Yeah, try makes, it makes me want to play them a little bit more. What's a 2004 7 play like these days? <laughs> <laughs> 2004 6. Oh boy. 2006. 2006 to 2008. All right. Anyway, we should wrap this up. This is yeah, probably not good <laughs> content. Anyway. I find it interesting. Me too. <laughs> From now we're on. Keeping or- it in. From now on, uh, we're just reading Wikipedia pages of games we've never really heard of. <laughs> yeah. We'll get a Spyro update one of these days. Um, if there's more Spyro. I, but seriously, like if they announce more Spyro, I'd be like, hell yeah. I mean, oh, Ape yeah. Escape is the dream. But, you know, Spyro I'd be okay with. <laughs> You've got a better Spyro shot seems Spyro. more realistic. Huh? you got a better shot at Spyro. I, that's exactly my thought, yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> All wrap right. this up. <laughs> we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye. <laughs>